1: Hello and welcome to the Career Confidant. And we're glad to see you today. And we are going to be talking about a trending topic, personal branding, with one of the big names in this industry, uh, especially coming out of the UK, Lily Nadu Mensah. And we're so glad to have you, Lily. So, Lily, you have been in the corporate world and then went into helping the underseen. I love that. You're really helping them build their visibility. So thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you for having me. I'm excited. Yeah. So you have helped people really claim their spotlight, figure out how to get into their career that they really want by by building their brand. And you've written a book called Work Your Quirks. Tell us a little bit about what you mean by quirks and why those are so important for people.
2: Um that's a bit work your quirks i get asked that question so many but it's a if you if anybody knows me they know that i need a an acronym so i can sort of talk right and the 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 word quirks is actually an acronym which is um in order to stand out there's there's five basic things that you need to have in order to stand out and learn how to develop it for your for your brand and the q is for you always have to have quality Mm -hmm. the you is we're all unique the i is for integrity unless you know you have so many people around you that can or a good pr campaign you need integrity the r is to be realistic with your resources or what you have your qualifications And the K is always to be kind to yourself, look after yourself, because the personal brand also needs good health and all of that. And sometimes we forget the most important part of it, which is the K. So Quirks is all about acronyms, but it also feeds into what personal branding is, because if you're not going with your Quirks, your superpower is limited. And I think our Quirks is our superpower.
1: Mm, I love that. And so when you talk about people's personal brand with them, tell me a little bit more about how it really helps them stand out from their peers. What is it that helps people get differentiation?
2: It It is really about understanding who you are and your backstory as an individual, because we all have similar qualifications. We may we may all sit in the UK. Some will sit in America. Some will sit in um, Africa. Some will sit in various places. But you have to remember who you are and your backstory and what brought you to your current position or in the current place that you have. Once you know what your backstory is, it's it's easier to delve into it and tease out the the strengths that you bring to the table that pretty much everybody, as I said, everybody's unique. So it's about understanding your backstory. And that's what's going to make you unique. That's what's going to make you stand out. And that's what I work with my clients to do. And it's often a very uncomfortable um, place for people to go back. But I think if you look at a car, If you need to, um, I think all cars are now automatic pretty much. But in the old days of driving a shift, if you really want to accelerate, you have to um, turn turn down a gear or two in order to speed up. And that is what I teach my clients in personal branding, to go
1: back gear down and then push forward. Right. Cause then you get that leverage, you get all yes. of that momentum. I exactly. love that analogy. What a great analogy.
2: Indeed. I mean, what what now that all cars are electric or, or automatic, it, it'll be quite interesting how you're able to accelerate without that 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 biting point. And I think that's what makes me you know, that uncomfortable place of that biting point. And um
1: again, I love cars, so you can tell. I love that. Well, and you, that internal piece is so important. And I often say that people think they know, but they really don't. And I'm guessing you see a lot of clients that they really don't have that in-depth uh, self-awareness. Mm-hmm.
2: And I, I think they do, but they, they don't focus on it as an important piece. And, and because we're all t- so, you know, busy running around trying to showcase this shiny stellar thing that we've developed or maybe a new suit but if we're not feeling comfortable in ourselves we're not sitting in our own power we're not we're not we're not looking in in order to come out then we're forgetting a very important what happens is that we may get so far and then have to come all the way back and start again. So we need to look internally and get get well inside before, not before, but during the process. We need to look internally to feel whole, and in, in order to um, move forward as well. So I always believe in the the case like my biggest biggest thing in the quirky thing because self awareness, self love. And and all of that is something that we forget and then we burn
1: out and the brand stops to sparkle. Mm, Yeah. And that kindness piece, I love that you uh, also described it as self-love or self-compassion. And I often hear that self-compassion is the hardest, right? We we, Mm. are more compassionate about other people. So you are coming to present uh, a couple of times at the Thought Leaders Symposium in Lisbon, April 10th through the 12th. Tell us a little bit about what people can expect from your presentation.
2: Well, the the quirky goddess will be there, and um, we have one one presentation working through your quirks and how we're all diamonds in the rough, and we need to feel that pressure in order. And so, it's about unearthing that that wonderful diamond within, bringing it out, but as any any girl that loves the diamond should know that diamonds do not come out looking that great. They go through various processes, and we're going to work around those key things that we you need in order to get the diamond to sparkle. So that's the first bit as as a professional, uh, and then the second bit will definitely that will be the work your quirks segment that, that I love. I mean, I love the quirky bits. The second segment. Is how um, business owners, um, those who are independent professionals can leverage the current technology to move their businesses forward. To because it's the AI thing is coming hard and fast. You don't know where to look. But again, if we go back to where we're trying to get to, we will understand that we don't have to follow every trend that's going. Bring a notepad. We all come in and we look at what you want to do. And we have some exciting exercises that you can take away so that you can push your business forward and grow, grow taller and do more for your clients and for yourself. So that's what they've got to look forward to. Two different areas
1: to look at. Yes, and so we've got a bunch of brand strategists across Europe and, of course, uh, in the U- U.S., and uh, I'm excited to get all of those personal brand strategists together and just think differently because we always get that new language, that new approach when mm. we get together and, and listen and learn from someone like yourself. So I'm excited to hear what people will think and how we can go out and implement that to better yes. help our clients.
2: And I have some a couple of quick gifts give, giveaways as well that I will I will I will showcase when when they come in and um, that will probably be around my um the the playbook that I call it, the playbook, which is uh, an addendum to work your Quirks where they get to recreate their own brand in their work in co-create their own brand in their own words.
1: Yes. And and every attendee will get a copy of your book. So you're bringing those along with you. We're excited about that. So if you're in the career services field, it's open to career coaches, career advisors from any part of the world. And it's careertl.com backslash SYMP for Symposium, SYMP24. And I can't wait to see you in person, Lily. Thank you so much.
2: I am so excited. Come on, roll on April 2024.
1: <laughs> yes, I'm ready for some warmer weather. It's a chilly here, but uh, we are going to take a short break. We're going to say goodbye to Lily. Uh, we'll be back here on The Career Confidant to unpack some of these trends and things that we're talking about today. But thank you so much, Lily, and we'll be right back here on The Career Confidant.
2: Thank you for having me.
0: Follow Voice America at Facebook.com forward slash Voice America for juicy updates from your favorite radio shows and podcasts.
3: You know that the career landscape has changed and that you need to be proactive about managing your career. You can have the foresight, skills, and confidence you need to take charge of your career and seize opportunities. A strategic advantage and career expert, Marie Simonoff has helped thousands of leaders like you get focused, get found, and get hired.
0: real estate, stocks, annuities, and other investment vehicles. That's the Money Answers Show with Jordan Goodman on the Voice America Business Channel every Monday at 12 p.m. Pacific Standard Time.
3: When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network.
0: You are tuned in to The Career Confidant with Marie Zimanov.
1: Welcome back to The Career Confidence. And today we were talking a little bit with Nadu Duvinsa, who is author of Work Your Quirks and a certified personal brand strategist. So she received the baseline training that we offer in personal branding years ago, and then has taken that and built her own model and her own business around it. And the, the topic of personal branding seems to be coming back in vogue again. For a while it was a passé and now it seems to be coming back. And I just wanted to talk about what that foundationally means. Uh, When you hear it, you might hear it in a lot of different contexts, you know, where it's about your image or your social media or the fonts and colors that you use. But it Career thought leaders, we really think about personal branding as who are you, really unearthing that, we call it extracting who you are, understanding your strengths, your interests, your passions, your purpose, your goals, your values, all of those pieces coming together so that you really get a deep understanding of who you are and what you want to do with Your work outside of work, I mean, personal branding is deeper than just work. A lot of people use it to figure out how they might wanna make an advancement at their job, when they're trying to transition jobs, or if they're trying to build a business, Personal branding is really the foundation for all of that. Then that's the first step. Then, of course, you've got to express that brand. And this piece, the very beginning of it, is really understanding your audience. We didn't get a chance to get into that much with Lily, but that the brand is going to fall flat or just kind of stand over here on its own if it's made in a vacuum. So we have to think about who is our audience, Who needs to know us? Because it really isn't who do you know today, it's who knows you and how willing are they to serve as your advocate as their, as your their, your referral um whatever you might want to call it that person that would speak for you in a room when you're not there and open up doors for you who are those people who's your audience and we're going to dive just as deep there as we do with ourselves so for that audience who are they what are their challenges what are their problems what are their hopes what are their dreams kind of what do they stand for so that when you are making that communication with them, you're coming from an authentic place for yourself, but you're connecting to them. You're using the language that you know will engage them in conversation, and you're connecting on the stories and talking points that make sense to them. Now, this might be kind of best exemplified in social media. You think of, okay, if you post something on social media or if your company does, if it's not connected to the audience, if it doesn't use their language, it might not get found, it might not be engaging. If it's not speaking to a problem they really care about or even, a um, you know, a, a event they really care about, then it's going to fall flat. So we're thinking about how do we connect those dots? How do I take who I am while I understand who they are and build the bridge with my communications, the stories I choose to tell and the language I use to tell them? When we do that, then you get that engagement and that might come in any different type of setting. Whether you're talking about an in-person presentation or even just at a meeting, the questions that you ask, how does that engage the rest of the people in the meeting or not? So when you think about putting those pieces together, that's where the, the brand comes in. So you're exuding, extracting Extracting your own brand, figuring out how you want to express it. How are you going to connect with that target audience? And then I just said the third phase, which is exude. And exude is really how do you show up consistently as that brand, which means that we have to know our brand. It has to be authentic because otherwise we're going to be exhausted trying to be something that we're not. This is where sometimes personal branding gets confused with like being an influencer. If you're going to try to build a business, it's going to put in some extra effort. It will be more exhausting if it's something that requires you to constantly be outside of yourself. So, you know, there's been stories, one last year in the New York Times about how, you know, being an influencer was so exhausting. And that's because you've built your business on something that wasn't maybe authentic or um, just kind of part of your life. And I always think about people building their personal brand as just living and working out loud. So it shouldn't necessarily mean that we've got to create all these extra things that we do, unless you're trying to build a business and then you just want to be thoughtful of that. How does this fit for you long-term? Can you hire someone to do some of those parts, et cetera? When we're talking about our personal brand. We really want to do as much as we can to, to have it be in line with who we already are and what we already do, and then figure out a way to just weave our business conversations in into that line. So as a mom, let's say, you know, you can't overdo the mom stories because not everybody will engage with them. But if I know my audience and many of them, especially in the career services space, are moms or aunts or grandparents that are somewhat involved with some kind of kids, maybe not even family-wise, but in the community, so i can have those stories and i know that they'll resonate and it's what i live every day right so when i talk about i was looking at a post i posted on linkedin that actually did really well it was about hitting my son in the head with the car door and it happened a few years ago dropping him off at daycare he got out of the back car and i shut the door and got you know kind of caught his head with the door and there are multiple lessons in that and well the first lesson i told was about how fast he recovered and just how how we can bounce back from things that that do hurt and then the second time i used the story it was to talk about how doing things for others isn't always helpful he was more than capable of shutting the door himself but when i did it I came in and, you know, swooped into the rescue and thought I was going to get in a hurry, right? We were going to get to daycare faster because I was going to do it for him. That's not the way it worked at all. We slowed everyone down because he got hurt. And so there's lessons that we can connect with our audience, choose the right story, choose the right language, live your life connecting to your audience. And we all get to choose which parts of our lives we want to put out there, what stories we want to tell. So it doesn't have to be personal for you to do that, work with a lot of clients that are interested in working through LinkedIn and and how they can be more visible on LinkedIn. And it's really whatever types of stories you're uh, comfortable telling, So maybe first it's stories about work and what happened at work and stories about projects and things at work. And as long as you bring that personal angle and it's not just this kind of pasteurized story that you're putting out there, it can still serve that same purpose that you're connecting with your audience, you're telling a story, you're giving them a little insight into who you are, how you operate, your style, your values, your strengths, all of those things. And when you do that, thinking about the audience and and telling that story in their language too, then you make those connections. But if you just, you know, post a bunch of content about this is what I can do, or even the how-to's that are just very canned, everybody's using ChatGPT to write those now, they're really obvious. But when you make it personal, you can even use some of that ChatGPT content, you weave it in with your own story, your own lessons, how that worked for you. And now you've got something that's more engaging, whether you're giving a presentation, writing a paper, um, writing social media content, asking, you know, well, maybe not asking, but sharing things in a meeting. When you can add that element of story in the appropriate length and um, framework for your, your situation and your audience, it'll be more memorable and it will engage people in who you are and that's really what it comes down to is that we want to know people we want to engage with people we want to um, you know build relationships we're all built that way our 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 neuroscience our neuro um the way that our brain is wired the that all makes those connections so important. When you look at the oxytocin and dopamine and the chemicals that our brain craves, everyone loves that connection, that story, that relationship, if it's told appropriately and with the right um, background framework for the audience. So when you're thinking about your brand, you're really going into those two pieces. Who are you? What is important to you? What are those pieces of you then? And Lily was talking about your quirks, your superpowers. We break it down into those interests, values, strengths, purpose, goals. Sometimes people forget about the goals. It's a very important piece of it, right? And then what differentiates you from your, uh, from your candidates, from your competition, from the other people that do what you do? What do you do differently than what they do? And when you put those pieces together, you've got that internal part, then you get the external part. And this is honestly the piece that people just don't spend that much time on to really understand your audience, to really do the research and figure out what makes them tick, what are they worried about, all of that. Uh, When you put those two pieces together, that's when you have a powerful brand and you're really making those connections versus, you know, I see people that they're just talking about themselves and their story is all about them and you turn out after a while because it doesn't engage you. You always want to think about how does that story engage your audience? What does it mean to them? What lessons, similar lessons, similar experiences might they have had? And and engaging your story to do that. And then you're also thinking about what do they care about. If you go too far down that road, then you end up with just a keyword stuffed resume that really doesn't say anything, but it tells them everything they want to hear. That doesn't work either. We're finding this good balance of aligning my stories to what you care about so that we can build that connection, and that relationship, which is really the end goal of the process. So extract, express, exude. And we are getting ready to start our Certified Personal Brand Strategist course this week. Uh, We usually have one running twice a year, and then you can do that program self-paced if you'd like. And that's careertl.com backslash CPBS, Certified Personal Brand Branding Strategist. And if you are looking to work with someone that can help you figure out how to distinguish yourself from your peers, from the other people that might be trying to get the same business you're getting, that Certified Personal Branding Strategist is a great resource because they have all the tools and the processes to be able to walk you through, handhold it for you, your discovery and that work that you need to do, and then really understanding who your customer is. So we're going to take a short break. And when we come back, talk a little bit more about what's going on with branding and hiring right now in this space. We'll be right back in just a few minutes.
0: Voice America is on LinkedIn. Connect with us today.
3: Visit GetCareerSmart.com to find out more. That's GetCareerSmart.com or call 800-521-2080 to schedule your complimentary consultation. Have you become a member yet? Sign up now to become a member of Voice America. It's always free and easy.
1: And saying what you think needs to be said this is your host molly chang i'll help you find the right words to tackle any challenging conversation you've been avoiding whether you're part of a small project team or leading a giant company the more you accept that you're part of the problem the faster you can be part of the solution you'll learn how to achieve success on your terms and be happier healthier and more productive at work and in your life check out sayaskillfully.com for practical resources including my 90 second videos real-life examples showing you how to speak up skillfully. I invite you to call in with your questions. Join me live every Tuesday, 11 a.m. Eastern, 8 a.m. Pacific, on the Voice America Business Channel. And no, I'm cheering for you. When it comes to business,
3: you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network.
0: tuned in to the career confidant with marie zimanoff if you have a question or comment for marie or her guest today please call 1-866-472-5790 that's 1-866-472-5790 you may also send an email to marie at strategicadvantage.com now back to the career confidant
1: Hello, and welcome back to The Career Confidant. And today we've been talking about personal branding, which seems to be making a little bit of a comeback. And it's interesting because in 2018, Dell did this study about the future of careers. You likely have heard a quote from it because the, the very popular quote about the percentage of jobs that will exist in 2030 that don't exist today, that was actually from this 2018 study. So it's a little outdated now. But interestingly, in that research, what they said, one of the main aspects of being employable and being mobile in your career was personal branding. And then we've seen some research come out more recently about the future of work, and they're talking about it too. Why? Because if you want to move quickly, if you want to be what I call portable, So you can move from one industry to the next, one role to the next, from job to business to job and all that. All of those transitions require us to be really confident and clear in who we are. Because you can't market yourself in a new industry if you don't have a very good base of this is who I am. This is the value I have to offer. These are the accomplishment stories that I know then you can pick and pull from those and translate language to be able to speak to that new industry. But if you don't have that solid base, it means that you're either wiggling around and trying to become something different every time, which is exhausting. It's not as confident and it's not as clear if you bring that, that very strong base, then you can adjust it, but it's still got that clarity of this is who I am, I know who I am, that stability in terms of who you are, that then you can pair with the adaptability of how you serve. So the stability of who you are helps you be adaptable in how and who you serve. When we do that, then we can look at the the market and say, okay, what are the holes? What are the gaps? Where are there some opportunity? And based on who I am, which of those do I wanna fill? And which of them can I realistically fill? And those are the things I can go after. So when we we know that baseline, that background, then we can plug it into the gaps we see in the market, the opportunities we see as we do our research and we move forward with our with our brand. The uh, the challenges that a lot of teams people see personal brand as this very service level thing, you know, having a lot of followers on LinkedIn or Instagram or whatever it might be, and those are great things to help us move from one thing to the next, but not if those people don't really know your core, they don't know who you are, um, they, they don't know your skill sets and your background. Well, you can't share any of that with them if you don't know it, right? So it is that part of it is still branding, building that visibility, but you've got to have the bottom part first for it to grow. Now, what I love about this is that it says for us to be employable in the future and adaptable, we really have to slow down. And you'll remember that that Lily, uh, author of Work the Quirks, who's coming to our Career Thought Leader Symposium in Lisbon, April 10th to, to the 12th, that she was talking about how you downshift to get more leverage in the car. And, you know, if you don't have a car that has a stick shift, still can do this, even with an automatic, we like to do it when we're driving in the snow, you downshift so that you have more traction, you have more leverage, you have that um, torque, whatever you might want to call it, that you can move forward better, even if it's at a little slower pace. I just love that analogy. So when you're thinking about that yes, it might take a little bit more time to slow down, to figure out what is that What is that superpower? What is that stuff underneath that is really going to be my fuel and my traction as I have to go fast and make it those adaptions in the future? And we can't be adaptable without that foundation. I was thinking about this. So uh, years ago when I was very young, we were coming from the western slope of Colorado to the eastern slope. And you cross over two very big mountain passes to do that. And we were doing it in an old family van trying to get my sister to some kind of competition, I believe. And we had put on our chains. So chains are that extra traction that you can put on in the snow. Um, They actually are metal, or at least they used to be. And you would put them around your tire so that your tire could get more traction. And we had done that. We put on our chains, we were driving and everybody got stopped. It was just a parking lot on this mountain pass and our chain had fallen off. And we went back to someone else trying to put on our chain on their car. And it wasn't working. Why? Because chains typically made for a certain type of wheel size. We had a you know bigger tire for our van. They were trying to put it on their little sedan, which they shouldn't have been driving up the mountain anyways. And... They couldn't. it wouldn't work, they they try to put it on and it would just flop around and fall off. Your messaging is not gonna work for anyone else and no one else's messaging is gonna work for you. So when you're trying to copy someone else's LinkedIn profile or their brand tagline or their headline or whatever it might be, it might get you traction for a second, but then it's gonna to start to flop around and that wheel is gonna fall off because it doesn't work that way. So resist the urge to take a shortcut. Resist the urge to use the ChatGPT shortcut. There are some great ways you can use ChatGPT, but it can't help you figure out your distinguishing factors. What makes you different? It can help you really understand your audience. You can ask it to create a SWOT on the industry, to tell you what the opportunities are in the industry, tell you what the forecasts are, what the trends are. Excellent research tool. You can really understand your your industry well but it can't tell you how you can plug in. It can give you some ideas. So I could put in my resume or whatever and say, you know, what are some of the ways that I might bring value? And it'll give you some ideas, but you're going to have to dig deeper and really understand, are those the gaps you want to fill? What about your background really helps you fill those gaps? You're going to have to fill in the, the gaps a little bit, if you will, for yourself. So we can use those tools, but there really aren't very many shortcuts to understanding how you will add value in an authentic way that won't wear you out and how you can do that in the gaps that your audience needs filled. You got to do the research on both sides. You can use assessments and tools and things to find out some things about yourself. Use that those tools and research to figure out about your audience but then you really want that human factor in putting those two things together because that's where you find the oddities, the real juicy connections, the ways that you want to add value uh, that are different than others in your, back, in your background, others that might do similar types of work. When you do that work, then you can get that traction that you want to get once you have the foundation then you're worrying about all the other personal branding things that are more external your profiles your posting your engagement all of that is critical to build visibility but all of it is wasted if you're not busy building visibility in the direction that matters if you if you're not building it on that foundation. So I see a lot of people they want to speed right to that step. What should I post? How often should I post? Um, you know, who should I engage with? Those are all really hard questions to answer if you haven't done the 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 bottom work or you get the low hanging fruit and it really doesn't end up doing much for you, even though you put in the time because it's not built on a strategy. It's just um out there getting, you know, that busy work done, you look busy, but you're really not doing much, much good for yourself. Now, we evolve, our brands evolve, our focus evolves, and there's nothing wrong with that. And the more that you can do to have that good foundation before you start doing the outwardly visible activity, the more... Uh, effective it will be and the more you'll be able to do it consistently, hopefully, if you really bring it from that authentic part of your brand. When you feel that burnout or you feel like it's taking too much effort, you really want to examine, am I aligned from who I am, what I want to do, the gifts I want to bring to the world, and what my industry needs or the, the target industry needs? Because it might be a time to just look at a shift in that alignment if you're bored posting what you're posting, if you're bored having the conversations you're having, if you're tired, then let's take a step back and, you know, downshift, find the right gear so that we're not grinding and making a lot of noise going forward, but we're actually having that productive conversation and impact that we want to have. We'll take a short break here on the career confidant. And when we come back, i will tie a little bow around this, give you some action steps that you can take to really understand your personal brand and go out there and start building that visibility. We'll be right back in just a few minutes.
2: Voice America is on your favorite smart speaker. If you have Alexa
1: or Google home, go ahead and give us a try. Hey Alexa, play finding your frequency podcast on TuneIn
0: A little birdie told me Voice America is on X. Follow us at Voice America TRN. Are you a business owner,
3: 1099 contractor, part-time employee, or volunteer who needs group health coverage you can actually afford? Do you know a nonprofit who would benefit from unlimited zero-cost funding? How about cost reduction, school safety, mental health wellness, and more? All these and more are fair game on Finding Certainty. If you want more certainty in your own life, you are not alone. Join us each Friday at 9 a.m. Pacific, 12 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Business Channel. Find your own brand of certainty and realize your personal American dream with Finding Certainty, hosted by Patrick Lang. Let's unwrap the certainty experience together. Voice America Business Network, the bottom line in business.
1: Hello and welcome back to the Career Confidant. Today we've been talking about personal branding and how you can really get a competitive advantage over your peers or your your business, fellow business owners, if you're looking to do business with humans because it's all about connection it's all about relationships whether you're getting hired getting a promotion or getting customers to your business it's all about building that connection that people remember you they understand how you'd add value to their life their world and and then they understand the next step so this is the the piece where we we unearth our brand so that we really understand who we are. We can't connect if we don't do that. We understand our audience so that, again, we can connect to the things that matter to them. Then we have to do the storytelling Pick the, the platforms or online or off, right? If we're talking about meetings and presentations and professional association events, it doesn't have to just be online, but we're finding those platforms where we can connect with people. And then we're moving into how do I build the points, the, the talking points, the stories that really communicate the connection between what I do and how it will add value for them. And as we're doing that, we build that consistency. We build that, you know, they see the same things, we focus on the same things over and over again. And that builds that visibility in a way that is strategic. Because just going out there and starting to build visibility, posting things, posting memes, you know, posting the cute videos doesn't do anything for you. Even if you get a lot of likes and even shares, because no one understands what you do, the value that you would add for them and how to make those connections. So I'm talking about this uh, kind of in a big picture, but there's some very specific information that's come out recently about how like recruiters find candidates and it's been, this has been coming for a long time, but LinkedIn is now limiting how recruiters can see public profiles on LinkedIn. So if you are not using LinkedIn search features, which a lot of recruiters haven't been, they've been using external search like Bing and Google to find LinkedIn profiles because then they didn't have to worry about the search limits and paying LinkedIn a whole bunch of money every month just to be able to see candidates who may or may not actually be active and respond to them. So they are trying to shift their way of finding people. What are they gonna do? They're gonna double down on other communities. They're going to find ways to use search. Their system's already available to help them use searches that don't don't include LinkedIn profiles. And it's kind of interesting. They talked about using LinkedIn comments, using LinkedIn collaborative articles, which I hadn't been that hot on. Um, they just seemed kind of a waste of time. But now that I could see if you were in a specific industry, so you got your expertise, you got your target audience, and you really start connecting the dots by commenting on or sharing content that aligns with your area of expertise. Because now if I go in there and I search those articles, those articles don't count against my um, search results. Those articles also can still be searched externally to LinkedIn. So I can go and find collaborative articles on a certain topic and see who is commenting on those. And would those be some people that I might want to bring in connect with, see who else they're connected with, etc. to build my candidate pool. Um, you know, some people have said, oh, it just means that more people will pay for LinkedIn. I don't know about that, right? If you're a small company, the, the fees are quite uh, prohibitive for many companies to be able to do that and pay for the the increased recruiter search on LinkedIn. And they've made it harder for other paid versions of LinkedIn to do recruiter stuff. So if you have Like a a job search account, for instance, you can't message a whole bunch of people still. So that wouldn't necessarily work for a recruiter to try to use a different version that is cheaper. It'll be interesting to see how it pans out. But what I know for sure is that if you are building visibility within communities that align with your target audience, you will be found. Because it's going to be even more of a place those recruiters are going to be going to find those free communities like LinkedIn groups, Facebook groups, Slack channels, whatever. It doesn't matter. You know, take all your barriers away. Facebook groups are different from your Facebook feed, and they are a goldmine. Figure out what Slack channels, or Discord groups, or WhatsApp groups doesn't matter. We need to take off the blinders and do the research to figure out where is that conversation going on? Where are those recruiters? And how can I tap into that, build my network there, and and really build the visibility that I want to build? It all starts with that foundation of understanding who you are, what types of of roles you're wanting to play, who your audience is, because otherwise you'd be joining hundreds of groups and that's not uh, that's just not sustainable. So you've really got to be focused in on who that audience is so that you can narrow down the options. You can do your research and find the place where those groups are active so that you can engage, connect, build those relationships. And that's really what it's all about. When I think about personal branding, That I-N-G is the verb piece. So all of it requires effort from really understanding who you are to planning your communications to your target audience, to consistently engaging, building connections, you know, maintaining relationships so that you can have that visibility because it's not just something you build necessarily on your own. You build it through those relationships and consistent communications with others. And that's part of it, just creating that plan of what are you going to do to maintain that consistency? What tools are you going to use? How are you going to continue that conversation? And really important, especially in the kind of content creation world that we tend to default into. It's not just about creating content. In fact, um, we've been teaching this for a couple of years. I'm starting to see more people say it now. It really starts with the comments and the engagement first. That teaches you what type of content you want to provide. It gives you examples of content in your industry. You get so much out of that. Um, Start there. Start there and then worry about the content creation piece. You don't even have to create content if you're participating in groups. The last thing I saw was someone saying, oh, you know, build a personal brand is horrible job search advice. I actually agree because it takes too long when you're talking about building the visibility and all that, but you can still use the same ideas to do it in a more targeted way. We still need the, the foundation piece. Who are you? What do you do? Who's your audience? But then instead of going out and worrying about likes and conversations and all of that in a big scale, you really focus it to your job search. What groups do you need to be engaged in to get to get to know the people who would hire you? Not just recruiters, but the, the hiring managers, your peers, all of that. It's not about building a personal brand necessarily at that point. It's really about building these strategic, thoughtful relationships that hopefully you have a long-term vision for your career, not just this job search. People can kind of see through that, but that you're building visibility inside your, your industry. It's not this huge, big thing, but it's very targeted and strategic towards your job search. And that's going to be a much better use of your time than trying to figure out what to post on LinkedIn and all of that. Narrow it down, get strategic, and build those relationships in whatever format you can find them where there's actual engagement going on, people are active, and and you can get the conversation going, keep it going around the type of work that you do, the type of work that you're interested in doing, and all of those pieces put together. We are going to have a fabulous lineup set for you here, at Career Confidant. So next week, we'll be talking with uh, Claire Davis, who is an amazing storyteller. She helps people in the medical industry, medical sales industry, advance their careers. I'm excited to talk storytelling and personal branding and all of those things with her. So feel, uh, make sure you put that on your calendar next week. And we will see you right back here on the Career Confidant.
0: Thank you for listening to The Career Confidant. Marie Ziminoff will return again with another terrific guest next Monday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Pacific, on the Voice America Business Channel. Be sure to join us then.